Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Making a first team is really difficult and there's a bunch of different options we can go through in this first squad here, especially with the news that Michael Nisa potentially is playing this first game. We don't know how many he's actually going to play in the first round. Two? Is it three? Is it just this first one? Is he going to miss this first one? He comes into a lot of people's plans and we will have to wait till half an hour before the game tonight when the toss is on uh, to, to make that decision. And it could sway me personally in the decisions that I make in my squad. The first game, even if I kept my squad the same, could change coming into the second game as well, depending on how a few things go. I've got Colin Munro here as my vice captain, and if I leave that on him, if I put it to Maxwell, one of those two, I could then decide after tonight's game whether I want to use him as the vice captain. I could then change my team to get a non-player in, a Chowdhury, one of those types of players there, and take that score and that would then move Jai Richardson out of my squad which could uh could change things around as well alternatively if if Niza is playing tonight there's a good chance that I do move Jai Richardson to Niza and change things around but let's go from top to bottom to kick things off and and then uh yeah I'll, I'll let you know a few of the changes that I could potentially make before round one tonight I hope you guys are getting your squads together I'm super excited for this first game Wigkeepers, Billings, McDermott, there are two at the moment. I think McDermott's a guy that we could comfortably have in our in our squads, obviously sometimes on the bench, sometimes as a playing player. And if he happens to find some form, we'll be quite happy to play him in those single-game weeks. Yeah, there's not... Apart from round one, we can't have everyone on a double, so we are going to have to play these single-game guys. And if he can get anywhere close to you know, sort of 140k of value, that means he's scoring somewhere in the mid-20s to, you know, as a decent average there, which would be pretty cool. And we could use that on a on a daily, uh, on a game, round-by-round, game-by-game basis there, which would be cool. Billings on the triple makes plenty of sense. If we do need to keep him from, you know, after round one and not be able to trade him, I think him having that, that dual position keeper bat uh, is going to be okay. He is not going to keep after this first round with Pearson coming back, but potentially at 117k could have him as just a batsman that could go nuts, you know, in, in random weeks there. And we can use him as a looper in round three when he has that buy, along with um, 
yeah, other guys uh, in the Adelaide Strikers squads. So that's that with the, the wicket keepers. Batsman, we've got Will Sutherland up there. Just a guy that I think is going to be fairly consistent. Obviously, bat uh, a little bit of bat and obviously mostly with the ball there, which will be cool. We spoke about Munro. Sam Harper's in there as a guy, uh, just another star. We wanted a couple of stars, at least in our side. At the moment, it is two with Maxwell and Harper. Gives me a couple of chances to loop in the wiki-keeping spot in uh, in a few of those rounds. They're obviously round two and round six there as well, which is going to be cool. Um, and hopefully some decent scores with him opening the batting. At the moment, my main issue here is Connolly. And if, if we find out that Ashton Agar is actually playing, then that probably drops him down a little bit in the pecking order, especially if he's not going to be opening the batting. If he's batting around that 6-7, it could be a player that we... We do decide to move on, but it is pretty tough with him being at uh, at 70K to actually switch him to anyone. So he could be an interesting fellow. Um, if I'm looking to start with him, then then that could be a slight issue here. If we find any more news over the next sort of, you know, eight hours or or um, or into tomorrow about his role and, and if Ashton Agar's fit to play, then, then we can make a switch with that and either have him on the emergencies, um, which I'll speak about in a sec, or have him out of the side entirely. Um, if, if he went to the emergencies, it would be, I think, for Darcy Short. Um, and you'll see down below, I have a few strikers in my squad. Maxwell, obviously a clear VC option, I'd imagine, for a lot of teams there. Fraser McGurk looks like he'll actually get a bat fairly high up, especially in this first round with Quinton de Kock being away. So their batting lineup actually looks a little bit fragile in this first, uh, in this first game, if we're being honest. Moving down to the bowlers, it looks fairly strong down here, in my opinion. Obviously, Richardson as my potential captain, depending on how things go with our, our man Munro tonight. Otherwise, um, as I said, Knees is the other option to come in. We also have other options in uh, Tom Rogers, if we wanted another another Renegade in there. Um, and the, how I was thinking of playing this is if he you know, if Neza happens to be playing, I could bring Neza in. I could drop Wes Agar down to, to Payne, so that would be 10k down. From that scenario there, I also have the option of moving on from like a Richardson to a Stoinis to, to free up a little bit of cash too. Um, and then I could potentially go up from a Darcy Short or a Connolly to a Joe Clark. It would leave me with a lot of Renegades. Um, yeah, the easier option would be to you know, leave things as they are with, with Agar, for example. Um, and then, yeah, I could just use that extra, that, that, that 10K cash that I, I didn't need to, to drop down to. And just get Stoinis as well. Um, could be the other option to pick up a third star in this side um, at the moment. So yeah, Richardson, Hardy to kick things off. Obviously looking for a really good round one score in my squad. Richardson, Zampa to play obviously five in the first three rounds. And then Kuderman, I just thought it's either him or Walter at the moment. Just as a guy that could be fairly consistent is why I've got Kuderman at the moment instead of Walter. Just with Walter, we're not sure how he's going to look. I, I was looking at a bunch of clips from him. Um, sort of when he's taken some wickets and hit a few big bombs over in the Vitality stuff in England. And he does look like a, a fairly solid, you know, change change it up kind of bowler, which is cool. Um, can bowl a heavy sort of ball at, at some points as well. Um, but does go for a few runs in amongst some of the, the, the good bowling he does and then can hit some big bombs there. The question's going to be, you know, how many bowlers are they going to start tonight? And if there's only four and then him is the fifth, then... Gee, it's going to be hard to pass up on Walter just because there's a good chance that he would bowl sort of that three to four overs if they don't have someone to, to back up, like they don't even have a Renshaw or something like that, this this first couple of games to be able to come in and bowl a few offies. So I see how that team lines up, and I'll probably make that decision between Walter and Kuhneman tonight uh, just because I'm thinking I want the three heat uh, at some point there. So 
that's what we're looking with those five guys. And I'm sitting there with Wes Agar and Menenti on my bench. And that leaves me with three strikers heading into round two, which I think is going to be pretty important. And it does allow me to to try and get to probably five strikers, I think is going to be fair. So getting two more, whether it's a, you know, a Chris Lynn and a um, you know, David Payne or, or a Thornton or any of these types of guys, um, up top that you know they're going to be their best scorers there to, to put all five of those guys as a double um, and and yeah go from there but yeah that's where the other one if I did decide to remove Darcy short it would still leave me with the two strikers and if everything goes right in the starting team I could get rid of three guys straight to three strikers or I could go two and then pick up uh, another sort of gun player looking towards you know maybe a round three or a um you know, around four, whether it's a Thunder guy that could come in and play a couple of good uh, single games and um, and then be ready for that double in round four, whether that's a Daniel Sams or something like that. I can kind of leave that open uh, with the price of a few of these guys. Obviously, if I traded Richardson, Hardy, and a Munro, that's a lot of money to get to, you know, Matt Short, one of those other guns, and then potentially Daniel Sams or something like that could, could work out in round two pretty comfortably. Uh, but the other big thing here, guys, is what we're looking at is guys that we're looking to be trading out in round two, and that would be our Heat players. I think McDermott will be staying for the entirety of the season. Most likely, they have their double. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive in June. Olive in June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. In round seven, so by the time it gets near the end, there we'll probably want to keep him anyway, um, and he can just be a regular guy that we could fall back on if we need it. Uh, so Billings, Munro, and Kuhneman, the three Heat guys that are less important after round one until it gets later on in the season when they have their next double, um, but before that, they're not super relevant. And then obviously you know, Connolly, depending on how how he plays, if he becomes that good rookie, that he will be the guy that stays. On my bench, and he can be a looper in round four and five, make us some cash and do a good job. It'll be between Billings, Munro, Kuhneman, Richardson, and Hardy. And I've kind of put in my plans. I think I'm happy to hold two heat, given that uh, you know a couple of a couple of those guys could be used as single game players, um, you know, solid options, and they're all likely to play for the entirety of the season. The three guys that I have, whether it be Walter as well. Uh, leave two in there, and that's going to be fine for single games. They have their buy in round three, which we can use to loop, and then they have a double in round six, I believe. So um, all those guys could be used for that, um, and I don't have to worry about getting too many more guys in my squad 
from the Heat uh, or from anyone in that double in round six because there's a few teams on that double. Uh, so if I were to trade three of those guys out, that leaves me with two, whether it was Richardson, Hardy, and one of the, the, the Brisbane Heat guys, leaves me with two Heat guys. And uh, you know, it could be Kuhneman and Billings. It could be you know Munro and Billings. It could be Munro and Kuhneman, however that works. If I leave Billings in there, he's that looper in round three, which could be you know, could be helpful in that uh, wicket-keeping position, considering I have a couple in Harper and also McDermott that I could um, you know, make decisions with. But likely, in that round three anyway, um, we're going to have Harper on the double, given he has the... Uh, yeah, sorry. Harper in the starting team, given he has that double anyway. So, yeah, Billings probably not is going to be less important, I'd say, at that point, just for that reason, that we're likely to be playing Harper over McDermott anyway. Um, unless we pick up a Joe Clark and we could do a looper um, between Bill, uh, between Bill, Harper and Joe Clark, um, or I'd be likely playing them in uh, one of those guys in the batsman slot anyway. So I think Billings is less important. If I were to do it as as it is right now, that could be the play uh, at the moment. Obviously, the main issue I'd say with this side right now is if Coop Connolly doesn't get the role that uh, he's, he's after then he's a player that we might need to you know, move around, whether he's uh, he's out of the team completely. Um, and I use Wes Agar's money for you know Joe Clark straight up, or I change things around, obviously, with uh, with Richardson, both Richardsons potentially, um, or Richardson straight down, Connolly straight up to you know, any of those types of players there. We're looking at a, you know, a Stoinis could come straight in. I'd imagine with that, if I went Richardson to Tom Rogers is, is another option. Obviously, it gives me a lot of Renegades players especially if I'm looking at Joe Clark, like we were talking about. So there's definitely a few options in there. What the funny thing was, I did that. I was making those changes, right? I put Connolly on the emergencies. I got Joe Clark in, and that was with Richardson going down to Tom Rogers. And then I had Wes Agar down to David Payne, gave me the extra 10K, um, and that allowed uh, was it Joe Clark to be in that starting side. It was um, Tom Rogers in there instead. And basically, my projected rounds one score went from 1281 down to 1141, which is pretty crazy um, in that one, that's for sure. Um, if it did change things as well, obviously, Richardson could go down to a stoyness as well. Um, but if he stayed the same, and I, I did make those two changes in Tom Rogers and Joe Clark, it would mean I had six Renegades. And the hard thing with them is they actually have a fairly, I think they have a fairly tough opening round with the Sydney Sixers in, in the second game of the round there at um, at the SCG. So home game for Sydney and then home for the, the Renegades and second one, but up against the Perth Scorchers who So, you know, Sydney Sixers and Perth are always the, the two best sides in the competition pretty much. And I think Perth have the best. So, yeah, it's a very, um, very tough start, I would say, for the Renegades. And even, you know, just popping in their batters in like a Joe Clark Sixers bowling lineup's great. Perth bowling lineup's great. So, you know, it probably means the guys like Will Sullivan are definitely going to get a chance, even like a Kane Richardson at the back end having a bit of a slog. But, uh, yeah, it's just a, a team to to be wary of in that first game that, uh, yeah, they could get, yeah, they do have a couple of tough ones coming up with that one there. Let me know how you guys are looking at with your squads at the moment because I think for, for at the start here, three heat I think is pretty fair. Three to four you could get away with. But I think if you went four heat, you probably have to drop down on your sixes, like your Tom Curran's. You might have to drop down one of your scorches and uh, you know pick up another star, whether it's a Stoinis or something like that. Um, obviously, another Renegade could help as well. But those types of guys there are going to um, yeah cause you some issues down the line. I think with um, with getting enough you know, score involvements across the across that time frame there. So 
Something to think about for sure with your squads, guys. And uh, let me know your thoughts as to which way you think I should go in that one. Are you basing a lot of your changes on how things look in this uh, in this first game tonight? And if you are, let me know in the comments. I'd love to hear from you guys. Love to help you out if you have any questions on uh, your teams coming into round one. It's always such a chop and change scene. I'm just kind of trying to really look at it in the sense of making sure that I have a lot of guys in our squad that are... Super strong and consistent is kind of the biggest thing. I don't want to have guys in here that are a good chance of, of coming out and getting a couple of ducks, uh, getting an eight and, a, eight and a 10 that aren't really going to do much for you and, and putting a lot more time and effort into some bowlers, obviously, which is going to be helpful. That can be fairly consistent, like you can see down here. Hardy has the bat and the bowl. Um, same with Sutherland. Maxwell, the same there. Munro has three games to do it. Billings has three games to, to do something, even though they're both kind of bad only. Billings with some keeping. And then you got Harper um, as a keeper there, opening the batting, gets two cracks at it and has a really good draw. So like if he fails in that first couple of games, I know that I'm still using him for the right reasons. I have him as a, uh, a looper in the second round, a double in the third, double in the fifth. Um, it's really just this Connolly player here for round one, to be honest with you. Um, but that, I suppose, can be easily changed if um, if things come up in that one. But the main issue with them is the fact that they uh, play their first game in the fourth uh, matchup there. So six teams have already played out of the 10 um, before, yeah, before that all happens, sorry, before the eight, out of the eight before that all um, unfolds for him. So we kind of need to find out a little bit more information, I think, before we make any of these decisions. But that's my squad, guys. Let me know your thoughts and we'll catch you in the next one. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 